Welcome to the Video Made Simple podcast. This week, I'm, I'm in distress, but I, I am with a very dear friend of mine, Don Proctor, uh, who invested in the DIY video studio <laughs> uh, a couple of years ago, I guess before we really got our processes set, and I've just spent the last 10 minutes telling him some of the basics of what you've got to do before you switch on your teleprompter, your That's DIY right. desktop That's studio. Right, Chris. Telling get me, that, get that light organised again. Good he's coming in without his head. He's got. He's come in without his headphones on. So now we've got to figure it out. And yeah, blah blah blah. But as soon as he turned off his house lights and closed the the, the bloody blinds, now I can actually see him clearly, and it doesn't look like a bloody mess, which is what it was before. But look, anyway, it's a work in progress with Dom. He's always been such a kind heart, helping us not only promote the DIY video studio, but also uh, implement systems in our business that have been instrumental in our growth. Dom also is specializing in amazing, well, I'm going to let you introduce it, but AI and VAs. And if you know, Dom's going to explain what those acronyms are um, to, to give you an insight as to where, to where his business is going and where also the utilization of video in that pro in his processes has helped him with um, closing deals domo right so not so much vas but we definitely love ai and we call our staff aio assistants um so aio stands for ai optimized by a human um so ai is ai is amazing i am officially ai mad um but it's only as good as what you put into it and how well you know to feed a product such as chat gpt or uh, mid journey so as an example mate um, for what you do with writing scripts or coming up with headlines um, we teach our assistants how to use AI to do that properly. Uh, we also have prompt engineers, so that's someone who knows how to actually prompt um, ChatGPT properly. And we have prompting, or we have um, AI developers who know how to actually use um, AI properly, work with large language models, um, and, and get the best out of what AI has got to offer. There's a stack of apps out there. There's a stack of people. You know, every day there's you know 500 new apps and 500 or 499 of them are probably crap. Um, and you've got to find the, the the good ones in there. Um, well, give us what? an idea. Give us an idea because lots of people talk about prompts and all that sort of stuff. But give us an idea of what a good prompt is or a bad prompt is. Sure. So, um, uh, well, GPT is conversational and it's based on context. So, if you just say, write me a story about, you know, the red fox jumping over a fence, it'll do, do the best it can. If you, if you say, write me a story aimed at five-year-old um, female, five-year-old girls um, who want to learn about how the red fox was able to jump over the fence, incorporate um, uh, a, a unicorn into the story somewhere and make it less than 600 words and have a, uh, a hook at the end that prompts the kid to um, go and buy a red fox. And where does that end? Like, where does that end? So it sounds like, you, you know, you, it sounds like the prompt is made up of just lots of details. Do, is there an end to it? Like, could you literally be just feeding in 
that single prompt just more and more questions like make it you know you like you said make it a certain amount of words make the words a particular language you know make the words kick the words to bloody four characters each like how you know how is that is that pretty much it like just keep feeding 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 so that you end up with what you're wanting rather than going back and forth which is kind of what i've been doing so and it can be you know frustrating it can take a while you're saying feed it as much as you can in a single prompt and you'll get the output. You'll get a clearer output, a clearer thing to what you're wanting faster. Definitely. The, the more you put in, the better your output will be. And now mm. GPT has released, I guess, in a way, profiles. So you can, rather than having to set the scene, you know, in each prompt, you can put your profile information in there. So your profile might be, you know, say you're a business. My target audience is small to medium business owners. The industry that they operate in is, um, I don't know, manufacturing. Mm. Um, um, the, the job title of the people that I'm looking to go after uh, or that I'm, I'm aiming at is logistics manager. Um, yes. And then GPT already knows about that. Um, yeah. So another yeah. new feature is, you know, you can put files into GPT as of last week um, and then and query those. But, yeah, definitely it's it's the old thing. You put rubbish in, you get rubbish out. Yeah. So what files? And, so what files are you talking about? Um, so the, the, you can put a PDF in. So say you've got a, a PDF document, you can then upload that PDF and then query it. Um, another one I saw the other day was um, this financial analyst put in a, uh, a spreadsheet, a P&L, um, and then said highlight some areas that um, could be improved in this business by looking at the P&L, um, look over the last 12 months figures, and it came back with recommendations as to the areas that were kind of red flags. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's, it's definitely changing all the time. Um, ChatGPT... Um, is is really useful when you um, when you when you give it the right information. If you if you're not looking at learning how to prompt, which isn't really hard, it's just how to have a conversation properly. Um, there are other tools like Jasper. So Jasper's basically got a you know a hundred pre-written prompts that are built into a you know follow the bouncy ball um, kind of interface. Um, which will pump out social media, um, you know, articles or create Facebook posts or, or, you know, write video scripts or, or, or blog posts or long form content. Um, another one might be content at scale, um, you, which is for long form blog posting. You can put in one keyword. It'll generate a 3000 plus word, um, SEO optimized mm-hmm blog post in about three minutes Um, and then one click publish to WordPress, one click publish uh, uh, to Shopify, you know, if you're doing um, uh, uh, pages around um, products, you know, you could take your podcast, um, it grabs that transcript, turns that into an SEO optimized blog post about whatever the the context of that that podcast was. so you really got to find, it's like anything, you find the right tool for the right purpose. Um, and I have gone through a lot of tools and scaled it back now because I, I, I love prompting to using ChatGPT, using content at scale, and then using MidJourney. So as an example, I've got a copywriter in the fills um, who, who, who works for me and for, for some of my clients. Um, she uses a combination of ChatGPT, 
uh, content at scale and mid-journey. So she'll write the article um, based on the brief that I give her and the keyword research that our um, SEO provider has done. Um, and then after she's finishing finished writing the article, she goes to mid-journey and creates some um, Im- like custom images right. based on that article and then sprinkles them through. Um, so it's, it's definitely speeding up that output. Yeah. So, you know, before... Yeah, thousand, two thousand word blog post was taking a half a day to a day. Mm. Now we're getting three, maybe four out per day. And and you know, outsource staff is training VAs to specialize in these different AI areas. Is that is that right? Correct. Yeah, Uh, if it's a requirement. Um, So you know, if the VA role doesn't involve the need to use AI and it's just yeah. data entry, then that's just data entry. Yeah. Um, right. So it's not, it's not a threat. Like somebody saying, oh, well, why wouldn't I just do it myself? It's not really a threat to you at all, is it? No. Um, look, the, the thing with AI um, and, and with outsourcing is that, look, uh, there's definitely roles that will become redundant. So like SEO copywriters. You can, you know, five, ten x your output um, by using AI. Um, so if you're a copywriter um, and you're not using it, then you, yeah, your job definitely is at risk. Um, so when I when I went to market um, to find myself a copywriter and for another client, uh, an SEO agency in Sydney, um, my my brief is you must be a hundred and ten percent on board with AI and I want you to respond to this email or to this job interview using AI. Um, And if you can do that and you are on board, then talk to me. If you're not, probably not a good fit. so you're definitely um, stay staying ahead. So my, my my wife's Filipino, so I genuinely love the country and the people, and our, we, we we are you know we are about helping them you know not be made redundant um, yes. and yes. have more knowledge than you know have more knowledge than the Aussies, have more knowledge yeah. than, yeah, than yeah, the, yeah. the guys in the UK and the US, and be that person that says, okay, can we use AI to do this? Um, or can we use automation to do this? Um, so I kind of preach outsource, automate, or use AI, or, or a combination of all three. So as an example with automation, I get leads from a third-party provider that gets sent to me by email. I then use Zapier that grabs that lead, takes it, whacks it into HubSpot, then puts that into a sequence and then sends a series of three emails so I don't have to do it. Um, so that that's saved me, you know, five or six and i do a custom video as well along the way which is a step in the process um which is which is all automated until i need to get involved or someone replies or someone picks up the phone and calls me um but yeah definitely um training staff on how to use Mm. ai or how to how to spot something that could be automated because there's no there's no reason in just because a resource is a cheaper a cheaper value doesn't mean you know you shouldn't automate something just because you're getting it done for fifteen dollars not forty five dollars an hour well you touched on video a little bit and and, uh, we've always had really interesting conversations around this and this is a video show so let's talk about some video stuff (laughs) yeah Yeah. Uh, (laughs) but uh, you know this the recruitment point of difference 
bloody sales stuff. I mean, you and I have talked heaps about it. How are you using your you know desktop studio and access accessibility to the tools, to the understanding, the processes? Of course, there's a little bit of work to do around that, but we'll keep working through that together. Um, yeah, but also, more. you know, improving the video quality and audio quality and all that type of stuff. Just just give me a snapshot of what your day looks like um, for you know to include video into your processes into your business sure so it's all about for, for me differentiation um cool. so i'm in the outsourcing game um there's thousands of us um a lot of um, those companies uh, originate from people who are in hr um or are just you know running an outsourcing business i i've run an agency for 20 years software development it um we all kind of have a, a similar pricing structure um, so you've got to stand out um, and people in my opinion buy from people um, yep. you don't get that from a, an email response that has a link to your website and has a mm -hmm. um, you know has a, a pdf brochure you get it from someone who has cr taken the time to respond to you via email so whenever i get a lead the first thing i do is reply in that reply there's a video saying hey yep. i'm dom i'm the owner of outsource stuff um got your got your inquiry for um uh you know a, a php developer would love to talk to you more about you your business and how we can make outsourcing a success the link below um, is my calendar. Please click on it and, and get in touch. And so that's um, personalized, so that, right? Like you make that personalized every single time? We have two. two. Um, so we have some generic ones, um, but the first one is always personalized. Good, so yeah. I've got a generic one, which is left you a voicemail. Hey there, left you a voicemail, couldn't reach you. Calendar's below. Give us a call if you can. Um, but it's definitely using video the whole way through. Um, I had um, a, a friend of mine, um, you know, did some research for me, um, reached out to, I think it was 20 or 30 different um, companies in, in my industry. I was the only one who used video. Um, and that was definitely a point of difference. Um, you know, I, I, I also use um, video in the recruitment process. Um, I used to do the videos myself saying, hey, I've got a great job, um, are you interested? And, and great, great uptake, had so many comments saying, oh, you're the first person I've seen using video. Um, and then um, now what I do is I get my clients to do the video because they're the ones that the people are gonna work with. Um, so um, as an example, um, Sean, she was looking for a um, uh, uh, an events, an online events coordinator and a digital marketing coordinator. Um, so I said, cool, well, I want you to sell that role um, because she's a lovely lady. Um, do you know what I mean? And you don't get that from a web page. Um, you yes. get it from listening to Sean say, hey, yes. I'm a lovely lady. This is an awesome job. Are yeah. you awesome? Do you want to join my team? And just the response is just so much better. I'm working with an executive leader at the moment who has been out of work for a year and we're working on his effectively profile, his personal profile and him in video form to respond to job ads and to also support to support that process because again, the same type of thing, CVs are just fire, 
just may as well sit in a bloody filing cabinet half the time um, because there's nobody leading with video in this way and it is becoming such a big point of difference for, for pe people. If you're not doing this and not thinking about this and you're not looking for a job, <laughs> start thinking about it because it really does get cut through. I mean, we did, we actually hired 100, we, we uh, did a hire recently, top 100, culled down to 25, asked those 25 for their video. Just so you know, it was actually asked for in the job ad and it just gives you an indication of how much bullshit is out there where people don't even read the job ad right so there's that going so flick your bloody cv do you know what i mean like where's the bloody love where's the care right where's the time people you know you should be spending this in making sure that you um have some pride in what you're doing and actually legitimately read the fucking thing in the first place and reply appropriately to that <clears throat> not just flick your cv but just give people a reason to look at you. So out of 25, we asked them for videos, 10 submitted, 12 submitted videos, and they were everything from people trying to polish it, because these are video people that we're looking for, trying to polish themselves up and whatever, to people that just literally pulled out the iPhone and spoke on the beach at why they think they're the best person for the job. And it didn't matter about production value. It didn't matter about trying to fucking polish everything. It was all about just connecting and being human and giving, giving us a glimpse of who they were. I mean, what it did do really nicely is gave us an ability to shortlist based, based on what they talked about, gave us an ability to, to informally shortlist them. And we had two people that we had our eye on. But then we got them to a group interview where we got them all there because if they submitted the video, they're going to go the extra mile because they're in the top 100, top, what, 10 of 100, right? So they're excited. And then we group interviewed it. And then we we firmed up our, our two, that the two that we had predicted were going to be our top two at, by, by virtue of watching their video were the two that we that we shortlisted from the 10 that had done the group interview but they were flipped around so our, our number one became number two and our number two became one, number one right so that was kind of interesting and then when we made our decision on those on the one that we wanted we looked at his cv his paper document so our va team did the whole culling process you know it's funny if there's people in bloody island and fucking interstate well i don't even out of sydney you're gone do you know what i mean so it was a it was a it was a pretty quick culling process but they did all of that but they we weren't looking at details in a cv for that the only time i looked at a cv was right at the end when i was like okay who's this guy's references you know and just a bit of a browse over his credentials and this that and the other and it's like good i made my decision right so that gives you an idea cvs are fucking gone man you know if if you know, and the recruitment industry needs to figure that out yeah go on we like um uh, so so we do our our internal screening first on on people based on their responses uh, and if they've submitted a video and then our it, the interviews that i run um are all recorded um, and then the client gets to see that recording prior to meeting them. You know, they can watch it at 1.25 or 1.5. Yeah. But I've already asked the majority, because as part of our process, we say, okay, give us three of the top questions that you want me to ask um, the candidate prior to them getting to you. So they get to see that on, on the video prior to them investing their time to do their one-on-one. -on -one. Um, mm. So by the time it gets to them, they've got everything. And then they watch that video and they're like, 
I like this person. I can see the attitude. I can hear the voice. Uh, I can see the enthusiasm. Um, yep, organize a meeting, organize a one-on-one. Um, and it, it, it's, it, look, it, it does take me more time, but it gets better results. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, and arguably anyone that's taking more time is not defining their processes as tight as they could. And I'm not saying that to you necessarily, but it would be something that I'd take a look at for you and see how we actually minimize. I mean, just just from what I've understood from this from this recording, mate, you didn't, I, I just, didn't turn off your house lights. House lights, mate. Number step number one, turn off your house lights. Step number two, close your blinds. Step number three, turn on your DIY desktop studio. I talk too much. That's my problem in interviews. I like to, you know, learn about people. Um, but that's why I tell, you know, I tell my clients, turn it up to 1.5 because you're going to hear me talking. Yeah. Um, but you, you, you know, you want to work with people you like. Um, and if they can't right. have a conversation, if you can't have a conversation with them, yeah. if they can't make chit chat, then yeah. Yeah, 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 it yeah. depends on the role, but you know, I, for creative roles. A- important the the executive leader i had i was i was he had his first draft of his script was all just like here's my cv and i was like fuck i can get this from his fucking linkedin profile right and i was like how how would i how would i place this this guy needs a structure he needs to understand that the structure is important no matter what video you do no matter what presentation or interaction that you do you need the bloody structure right so i got him to start considering how he does in a very informal introduction that introduced him and you know father of two and blah 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 like and he goes, oh, nobody's going to give a shit about that. I'm a senior leader and I wouldn't care about that. And in the no, background, in the background, right, because his wife's there in the room while I'm coaching him and she's got this big thumb <laughs> coming up, big thumbs up behind going, I get it. I get it because at the at the first instance, people need to be able to connect. Then yeah. you have all the permission you like to rattle off your credentials and how fucking good you are, blah blah blah, right? But yeah, it's it's underestimated. Vulnerabilities underestimated. The the cracks in someone and the, that that the way that people self-select or, or choose you is not based on what you're what you're saying is like the person behind it you know it's the way that Mate, you're presenting totally, yourself and differentiating totally yourself i i had a call the other day with this super big wig dave he, you know he works for a 500 million dollar company in new york and we've both got three daughters and he his his daughter's 14 my daughter's 14 and we that was our connection we're like how are you doing? I'm like, yeah, it's a struggle. How's social media? Yeah, it's a struggle. <laughs> and and yes. after 15 minutes of us talking about our daughters and connecting, yes. he said, yes. I reckon we can do some business. I like you. People yes. buy from people. And yes. you don't get that. You just don't get that in the written form. Look, you know, if you can – and now especially with GPT, I can write like David McConaughey because I just tell it to write like David McConaughey. Yeah. Or yeah. I can write you a poem – by the Beatles, um, or, or you know that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Look, it's been a great chat. I I do want to like get on and talk about all the other wonderful things that we're going to do. But we've got an event coming up, and I want you to just um, give that a plug, Dom, because it involves both of us. And yep. I think we'd love to get bums on seats for for that event and get more people talking, uh, using our services, etc., and also coming along for some valued information. If you're buy, grow, or selling, buying, growing, or selling, which everybody should be, unless you're 
dying, then <laughs> maybe this is the best the best thing for you if you're dying. <laughs> Just to learn yes, how, look- how you can yeah go on. Buy, grow, sell, mate. I love the guys, um, Simon and Shan uh, and and Jess and Joe, um, who are, who are who are running it. Um, you know, we've got speakers such as Mark Burris, yourself, um, uh, experts in all areas of of small and medium businesses. And what's it about? Buying a business, growing a business, and selling a business. And you know, that's all these guys do all day, every day. Um, you know. I, I'm there as well, talking about how to use outsource to, you know, reduce costs, increase productivity. Let's go. Let's go and get the guys to a link, which will include in the show notes here of the podcast. Uh, Dom's gonna probably uh, have to go because he's got war, war zones and, and construction going on. So we might pick this up again with you another time, Dom. But we'll we'll include the link. It's May, f- uh, sorry, September five and six. It's a virtual event. It's free to join. You will find me and Dom in there at some point. I'll be in the live speaking, and Dom will be in a recorded. We'll be on panels and all that sort of wonderful stuff as well. So keep an eye out for Dom Proctor from Outsource staff he's going to give you a wealth of knowledge of how you can improve the quality of your outsourcing and as well from a video perspective differentiating yourself in the market with some of the things that we talked about in this podcast today which i think will turning be the great. turning the lights on baby thanks again dom all right mate video is everything love your work <laughs>